You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to this House of Wrestling exclusive interview. It's me, Nick Hausman. Come on in, sit by the fireside today in the living room of the house, covered in scars. He just recently finished bleeding. God, he's he's a nightmare to uh, the custodians inside of hotels. It's Sam Adonis. Sam, thank you uh, very uh, much for taking some time out. Thank you for having me. I'm honestly, I'm a bit surprised. I just never... It's weird because I've, I've never really been too much into the hardcore wrestling scene. I've never really cared to be a deathmatch guy. I've never really wanted to do hardcore wrestling. And I've actually, you know, made most of my name in Mexico. I never in a million years would have decided and would have, would have realized that leveling up in Mexico would include so much violence. And frankly, I'm kind of tired of it because it sucks. <laughs> it hurts. I'm aching all the time. But, uh, you know, right now with Lucha Libre AAA, we're preparing for Triple Mania on August 12th. And uh, it's pretty damn cool because this is the first time in my life I get to really enjoy the fruits of being a, a top-level main event wrestler, if you will. Oh, and uh, it comes, it comes with a lot more down there in Mexico than it does up here in the USA. Oh, my God. I don't know. Dude, so, yeah, let's start there, I guess. I was going to kind of meander our way to it. But, buddy, I worry about you these days. I'm watching these gifts and videos and matches come across my social media feed you're bleeding from your back you're bleeding from your head your your shoulders your chest you're going through broken glass um and then i saw in this you weren't doing anything deathmatch you just had a 450 and separated your shoulder it looks like as well yeah uh, yeah that was uh, this past friday night i think it was just a little bit of wear and tear uh, i've been so busy and it's kind of cool because you know it's like literally this is the first time in my life i don't even have time to like you know to to be anything other than Sam Adonis. You know, I'm, I'm on the road 24 seven and just uh, spending nights in hotels and, and flights. And I recently just re relocated to Dallas so I could be closer to Mexico city, which is nice. But uh, I mean, it's, it's really, really cool because uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the wrestling business in the past and you know, the, the stories and everything. And the, the exciting part is that, you know, they always use the term drawing money, you know, you're, you're in a program and, and that's where we are right now. This you know, feud I have with psycho clown is a big deal. And, uh, you know, a lot of the American scene is very, you know, kind of underground. A lot of it's more internet-based, uh, whereas Mexico, Lucha Libre is still very mainstream. Uh, you know, big big TV numbers each week. And, you know, we've reached a point now where, you know, I'm walking down the streets and people are shouting my name from across the street, you know. Uh, it's Sam Adonis. Well, I hear people whispering behind me, oh, there's Sam Adonis right there. So it, it, it's a good with the bad. You know, there's a lot to it. It's hard work. But, uh, you know, I, I've had 15 years as a wrestler, and it seems like it is – you know, kind of finally reaching to the level where I want it to be. Uh, it's very gratifying to know that, uh, you know, it might not be in a different country, but it is, I'm, I'm being respected and given my due for the work that I have put in. 
Yeah, you know, I when I worked with you at Warrior Wrestling, I remember talking with you about how you enjoyed working there because they actually, you know, kind of tried to tell a story with you, a program over several shows, which is something you don't always get on the independent scene. But here now, man, big platform like AAA getting, like you said, to work with one of the top stars, arguably like maybe getting close to ever down in Mexico right now in Psycho Clown. Talk a little bit about how you guys were originally paired together and, and what it's been like finding that chemistry with Psycho Clown. So we actually did a wrestling event in uh, Patterson, New Jersey, right towards the end of the pandemic. And I actually uh, worked the program with his uh, father-in-law, Negro Casas, back in 2017. And I just learned an insane amount. I mean, Negro Casas is one of the biggest, best, best in-ring technical wrestlers to ever come out of Mexico. And I dare say one of the top 20 or 30 in history, you know, anywhere in the world. And uh, I worked with him often. So, you know, we never met each other. We didn't know each other, Psycho Clown and myself. But we had a match in Patterson, New Jersey. Or no, I'm sorry, uh, Camden, New Jersey. And in that moment, we both kind of were like, huh, there's there's something here, isn't there? You know, it was kind of one of those, this is, that was eerily good. Eerily, you know, there was a, way too much chemistry there. Um, a couple months later, we had another match in Dallas, Texas. And that one had the uh, Mexican news media involved, the, uh, the Mas Lucha, which is a big uh, Lucha media service down there. And that really shot it into the eyes of the Mexican public and everybody, you know, I had been gone for about three years and everybody's thinking, man, wow, that, I didn't know Sam Adonis could do this kind of match. I didn't know he was a fighter. He does, you know, he does very, you know, classic style. So uh, that eventually led to me getting opportunity with AAA and for the better part of two years now, I've basically been married to Psycho Clown across the country, across yeah. two countries, you know, I've been everywhere up and down the United States, all through Mexico. And I, I've easily had 50 or 60 matches against the guy. And, uh, you know, the cool thing is, is it, you know, it has, it's kind of taken on a life of its own. I think now, uh, you know, especially looking back, I think we've, we've made our mark in history. I think, you know, no matter what, if I were to stop wrestling here today and never have another match, I think, you know, people will be able to, to remember, oh, hey, do you remember when Sam Adonis and Psychopath had their feud? So, you know, that's that's pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, I think it's kind of transcended you know, my personal career. It's, it's, it is a part of Lucha lore at this point. And, uh, you know, uh, I think you know, the best is still yet to come. Oh, man. And so you and Psycho Clown, like you said, you've been all over the place with each other. Uh, now, Conan is the, the booker down in AAA. Was, uh, how has it been kind of working with him and Psycho Clown and kind of just the general creative down in AAA to kind of keep things moving? Because you guys have been working together for so long, I guess. Conan is one of my favorite people on earth to be around. Um, he's very, very intimidating and in the best possible way. Um, you know, Conan, he's not real big on compliments. He's not real big, you know, to tell you when you did well. You know, when you come back and you know everything just clicked, he's going to hit you with something you could have done better. And it just kind of sucks the wind out of you, but in the best possible way, because that's the kind of, you know, the, the coach, that's the kind of leadership you need to, to level up. And, uh, you know, the thing about Conan, he knows exactly how smart he is. He knows exactly his experience level. He knows exactly what he's talking about. And he's not afraid to be, to be you know, brutally honest. So, uh, you know, a lot of times it's, it's uh, he's a very yes, sir type of relationship with that. But, I mean, they're just sitting under the learning tree working for him. And being given his confidence is a stamp of approval that, you know, it, it means more than anything. You know, uh, myself and my brother and my dad, we watched AAA, Lucha Libre AAA. Uh, in 1994, their first American pay-per-view was When World Collide. And I remember watching it, and I was confused. I was like, wait, why is there wrestling tonight? What's, it's not WCW. I don't understand how there's a pay-per-view tonight. And my dad said, no, it's new. You're going to like this. And we watched it, and we were just blown away by AAA. I was four years old, 
And from that day forward, my brother and I, he was, he would have been about nine. I was four, you know, we just wrestle around the house. He would be Conan and I would be Pero Aguayo, which is really awkward from, you know, a, a Caucasian family from Pittsburgh. You don't hear <laughs> about that too often. So, hey. uh, yeah, you know, fast forward, what, 20, 19, what, 30 years almost. And now I'm a main event headliner for their next pay-per-view. Yeah, man. Uh, and so you, before this, you know, were kind of more known as the, the like Donald Trump guy. How does it feel for you to kind of get to be able to move away from that and just become really Sam Adonis and like stand on stand on you as a wrestler as opposed to kind of, I don't want to say stand on this gimmick, but this, this kind of easier form of heat you would get with that kind of stuff. Well, I don't think, you know, that's something I think had I known that would have been so, if, if I would have known that pigeonholed me as bad as it did, I probably would have never done it. Um, you know, I, I still was, was much more of a wrestling heel in CMLL than I was, you know, a, a American politician or anything. You know, that was kind of just a, you know, right here, right now, let's get some extra heat. Um, I think the political climate was just so, so sensitive. I think there's a lot of people that have kind of pigeonholed me and just disliked me personally because I, you know, went that route. Um, you know, even in CMLL, my matches were you were very classic lucha. You know, they're very, uh, you know, I had to learn their style. I was doing their moves. So if you watch the body of work, there's nothing about that that says, you know, oh hey, he's he's a American style. You know, it was it was very. I, I learned it, but people were so much more focused on the 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 character than they were the body of work. Um, so I think a lot of people might have undermined my my ability and, and my what I've done in Mexico as a performer and basically kind of justify it. Oh, well, he was only there because he did that stupid gimmick that was controversial. And that kind of bums me out because, you know, that anybody that knows anything about Mexican wrestling, there's there's no he's only there when it comes to CMLL. That's you know, one of the hardest, most difficult wrestling companies on earth. You have to do, you know, uh, these practices twice a week that will just drop your average man. I'd say about honestly three to five percent of all active pro wrestlers could 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 do one of those classes because they were just so complex, so difficult. And most people don't love as much wrestling as much as they say they do. So they, you know, go once and never go back. But um, you know, that that time at CMLL gave me credibility so much so that AAA never really saw me as your average American wrestler. They saw me as a CMLL wrestler. Because that backbone that it gave me is like, again, you know, they can, AAA can bring in Jeff Jarrett and Sting and everybody, RBD, great, great American wrestlers, but they see them as great American wrestlers. They're never going to ask them to do some of the stuff that I've had to do because of the, the, the inner workings and the, the you know, techniques of what Mexican wrestling is. So that's given me credibility and given me much more of a backbone and, and honestly let, let me become bigger stars to AAA. Well, I know that you worked on another project. Uh, I forget the name of it. It was the the big, well produced thing. It was going to bring Lucha Libre to the states. Um, what was? What am I thinking of? What do we talk about here? Heroes, Heroes of Lucha Libre. I liked that show too. It was very well done. By the way, is there any update on that? Or no? Is it done? I I have not heard anything about three years. So that would have been cool. I mean, I I ended up falling into a production role in that, and so I was basically, you know, I'm probably in the Eric Bischoff role by the last set of tapings where I was running around backstage with a headset on telling everyone what to do and not worrying about my own match. So uh, I think had that stuck around, I probably would have been damn near retired by now, just eating tacos and selling TV across the country. But um, we shifted gears, and um, that also gave me a little bit of credibility with AAA because some of the guys that are now in the AAA office were part of those teams. And their oh. first introduction to me was more as a, a backstage capacity. And it, it kind of just, you know, 
a lot of people, a big issue of mine is I don't think a lot of people don't know my depths. They don't know my history, where I've come from, where I've been. I've bounced around too much for anybody to really get to know me. So, you know, I'd spend two years here, two years there. And, and you know, by the time I've never really created a one perception amongst a certain amount of people. So every time, you know, I do something new, it's, oh, I didn't know he could do that. Oh, I didn't know he could do that. And right now, I think this last three years, especially coming off the pandemic, uh, I feel like I've had my feet on the ground for the, you know, I have more stability than I ever have. And it almost feels like everything's kind of catching up rapidly. It seems like if, if you're fast forwarding 15 years working over a course of a couple of months, you know, the, the, the fans are coming, the people that, wow, we didn't know this guy was exist. It's almost like a finished product because, you know, there's so much wrestling out there that if you, unless you are watching, you know, what's specific to you, you might not see what else is out there. So like, you know, a guy like me, if you're, if you're not in England in 2011, 12, watching all-star wrestling, you have no idea who I am. So right now it's just a play in a good position. We have eyes on us worldwide. It's cool because the talent from AAA is doing impact AEW. They're everywhere. So they might be able to come to, you know, bring a few eyes to the triple many pay-per-views and somebody that might never have seen me because they're, who's this guy? Where, I've never heard of him. Damn. You know, it's funny because now everybody, the, the, big, the, the people, everybody asks me is when, uh, when are you coming to WWE? When are you coming to AEW? <laughs> What's, how is that a question? It's like, you know, it's, it's, if it was that choice, if it was somebody's choice, you know, I think everybody would be there already. I'm just happy to be in this position I am. I think, uh, you know, I'm proud to represent AAA. And I think more than anything, it's taken a lot longer for me to get my piece of the pie, but I've ended with a much bigger piece of the pie. Um, a lot of people see signing somewhere as a big break or getting their, their main, you know, this big match is their opportunity. And very, very few positions in professional wrestling come with actual mainstream attention and mainstream status. And, you know, as far as that goes, it's, it's a blessing because... Mexico City is pretty damn hot right now. Well, the reason I kind of and you you set this up this <laughs> what I want to talk about even better than I could have possibly imagined was uh, I was ta I've talked to Conan here recently on the air and you know he has big plans for AAA or at least he talks like he does you know wanting to come into the United States penetrate this market more do a live kind of weekly television show you know you talk about your experience there wearing the headset obviously you know both. Uh, what fans in Mexico and the United States enjoy. Do you see that lane for AAA in the next couple of years to move into the, the United States and spread this kind of unique uh, brand uh, with the fans? Oh, I, I absolutely have a lot of faith in AAA in that department. Um, I think there's so much just wrestling in general. You know, there's such a, a demand for new all the time. Everybody always wants what's new. As soon as something's two or three years old, somebody wants something else new. So that's definitely an opportunity we'll be able to take advantage of. The thing that's different about AAA is we always, always, always get to have that little cultural edge. Um, I think just the fact that the, the reputation of Mexican Lucha Libre is a much more refined and respected art form to the general public than professional wrestling is. So much so that you look at a company like Lucha Vavoom that doesn't doesn't even operate to professional wrestling fans are selling you know thousands of tickets a year at 200 300 a head because it's so prestigious these are the art people these are these are people that want to you know just see the cultural side of it i think AAA as a whole being a 31 year old professional wrestling company from mexico if you were to take it into a certain district that would not support independent wrestling or not even support mainstream WWE wrestling they might say Lucha Libre from Mexico. This sounds interesting. I'll check this out. 
And that kind of just that little added edge gives you a perception. It almost might negate the fact that it was never really presented as a shoot, if you will, almost gives you a little bit more of a, of a, a tolerance and more of a, 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 a sympathy towards the art form and say, wow, that was incredible. And I think there's a big market for us to be able to move in and get brand new fans that aren't watching wrestling. They're not watching any of it to say, I watched the Mexican Lucha and that's great. Those guys are incredible. And I think that's where we're going to end up heading. Well, I feel like you and Psycho are really kind of that perfect first feud for North American audience. You know, it's I'm happy to hear you say you, you think that, that the penetration will be here in the next couple of years because it does seem like that kind of yin and yang to kind of get fans that are maybe on the edge over the over the ledge, you know? I'm a big uh, I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason. You know, and there's no such thing as luck. You kind of have to just be tolerant and patient and just kind of keep working and everything works itself out. I ended up learning my Spanish in about three months, which is just oh. unheard of. I don't know how it happened. I mean, I know how it happened, but it just it doesn't make sense to me. I don't I never met anyone else that's had that kind of, you know, uh, perception. And shoot, I forget, you know, half the stuff I I'm going to do this week, you know, but I remember I retained my Spanish and somehow that's all you know, lined up and then led us to this point. And I think when it comes to, you know, my personal, my personal wrestling career, plus my experience with the backstage stuff, plus my experience, you know, promoting worldwide and, and in business sense with, you know, sponsors and with uh, TV channels and production, uh, that's one of the major things that the AAA likes having me around for. They get to ship me off to the TV channel, and I'm, I'm their big blonde American boy that gets to speak Spanish and you know, invite new viewership. So I think, you know, it, it almost, in my opinion, it almost feels like the perfect storm that, that I, I will be here for part of that to, to really usher in the, the, uh, the new era, if you will. Um, on our TV programming, you know, I, I make sure I tell everybody that, hey, you know, Psycho is over the news. Sam Adonis is here. Now we're no longer AAA for Mexico. We're going worldwide and I'm the face that's going to take it to you. You know, I might turn that up a little bit to be a little bit more presumptuous about it. But I do believe that, you know, I'm in a very good position that I, I think that, you know, I, there's something to offer a, a, an American market or even just an English speaking market when you have boots on the ground in the situation that actually is able to communicate both and, and convey it to an English-speaking market. Now, you uh, you recently wrapped up with MLW. Did the commitment that you have to AAA or like all of the commitments you have to AAA, did that weigh in the decision to, to part ways for the time being with MLW? Absolutely not. Um, MLW is great. Uh, I, I really, I was on the fence. I didn't really want to sign a contract anywhere at that point, um, but Conan's very tight with Court Bauer and they were able to cut me a, a deal that I couldn't refuse. I mean, it was basically just a cut. I think I ended up doing maybe seven or eight tapings. Uh, there was no major commitments. Uh, there was there was nothing, no restrictions. I, I didn't really understand why that had to be put on paper, but I mean, it wasn't going to throw anything off. So I said, okay, let's do it. Uh, I don't know if they maybe had a few other ideas that you know, fell through or something, but on my end, I have not a bad word to say. Everybody was awesome. I got to work with some great talent. We got to spend some time in the United States for once. Um, it was cool being in, a, in an English-speaking wrestling environment for once. Uh, it's funny because uh, I, I'm definitely not really known for being uh, for for having the capabilities on the microphone as I do, and I, I really do. It's when I get a microphone. I mean, I, I, it's probably where I thrive the most, even in Spanish. Uh, it was nice to be able to have some mic time in the USA, uh, show some people that I, I can do it. But um, yeah, right now it's just it, nothing's really going to be able to to offer what AAA is doing for me. 
Um, it's, it's a great position to be in. Like I said, I've worked here for a long time. Uh, there's a lot more left in the tank as far as this goes. Um, I, I personally see a massive base run coming in Mexico. Uh, hopefully one of these days you can look back and say, you know, Hey, do you remember Vampiro? Yeah. What about Sam Adonis? You know? So we'll see, maybe I'll have some rock concerts and some, some, you know, packing out five or six shows a day. Like he used to. That's freaking awesome. Um, well, you know, I know you talk about how you say, you know, people say, Oh, we want to take this momentum sign with WWE, AEW. Of course, everything that'd be great. But AEW, you don't necessarily have to sign though. Cause they have that, whatever forbidden door, with AAA already, where you can kind of have that crossover. Do you see yourself uh, doing any kind of the crossover stuff with, with AEW and in, in AAA together or no? I would love to do anything that's you know, something like that. Uh, um, when, it, when it comes to AEW, I mean, some of the best talent in the world's there. Um, I I definitely like to do a situation like that. My positioning on it, though, is, is I like to do what I like to do. Um, I think overall, um contracts and professional professional wrestling are are very very restrictive um there's very very few contracts are as beneficial for the performer as the performer believes they are um wrestling so much about the here and now that so many of these contracts literally just you know they pay you they might give you a guarantee up front but they halt your momentum and i think so many wrestlers are not thinking of an end game they're not thinking 20 years down the line they're not thinking how do i make my my real money in wrestling with this career um, so I think a lot of people are signing away a lot of freedoms. Um, I've been very lucky to, to put, position myself in a place where I you know, can be in control of what I'm in control of. And um, I, I think I'm, I'm a little bit beyond the, uh, hey, I want to wrestle this guy for the sake of the match. Um, my, my objectives in wrestling are a lot different than most wrestlers now. Um, I want to see how is this going to benefit my, my career? How is this going to benefit my future? Um, so uh, I would definitely like to position myself. I would be more than happy to work with AEW or WWE in any capacity, but I, I honestly can say I'm happy. And, and, you know, that's really, really hard here because so many wrestlers are always wanting more. And this is really a position where it's like, man, it's everything is the way, you know, that I, I wanted it to be. And, and I'm in control. There's no, you know, Oh, Hey, well, what about this? Hey, I need to worry about this. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to take it as it comes. Um, I think it needs to be, uh, there's gotta be a reason for it. I don't, I, I think there's so much going on in AEW right now that I think that in, they probably are only looking internally. I can't imagine, you know, anything's going to, if, if I don't think Tony Khan is going to spend three and a half hours watching triple mania on himself. I just don't see it happening. The guy has produced 90 hours of TV. A week, so. Not I don't know, he man. Should. He he's he's a he's a Terminator, man. He just yeah. consumes wrestling, you know. I I don't know anything about him. I'm sure he's a great guy, but I'm just you know I think they have their things going on. But on the bright side, you know, this is a thing in wrestling that new never goes out of style, and that's a good thing. Um, you know, especially when it comes to somebody like me that with this experience and with this high level of you know of of work, I think you know eventually somewhere down the line. There's going to be that. Who else is out there? Who's else is out there? What's you know? What's next? What's new for the American audience? Well, there's Sam and us, you know. And then it's uh, you know that that that's when the experience comes into play. Being six four, being two forty, being able to talk, being able to work with, being able to do hard work, being time in Japan, being able to do everything with everyone, even if it were to be a, a new situation in the United States. Anywhere I go at this point, it's almost debuting as a finished product, and I think that gives you know that puts the world at my fingertips. 
Uh, last question. Uh, what what do you think about what happened with Don Callis getting attacked uh, after Triple Mania? Were you part of the working over of the the security guard afterwards or no? So I didn't. I, I wasn't there. I didn't see it. I saw it done after my match for about two minutes. I was covered in blood from head to toe, so I had to go get some stitches in my back. And so I didn't gross. get to catch up with him. <laughs> oh, it was bad. I mean, it was so gross. <laughs> I don't even know what to ask about it. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it wasn't fun. I'll just leave it at that. But I ended up. I was trying. I planned on catching up with him afterwards. Um, from what I understand, it seemed like there was a, a, a few miscommunications with uh, the security guards and, and the production staff and some other security guards decided to get involved and there was people that shouldn't have been there. So um, everybody feels terrible about it. Don's so respected in that locker room. It's respected amongst everybody in Mexico. Uh, I wish it didn't happen. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure they've already made amends as best they could, but uh, it was just unfortunate. I just didn't get to see any of it. Yeah, I just don't know how to frame the question. Like, oh, what's that like? Falling through glass and bleeding everywhere. Do you feel like you're close to death when you're bleeding that much, Sam? <laughs> well, honestly, to be fair, <laughs> as it was happening, okay. as it was happening, I was pissed off. I was like, because so our our production staff, AAA is just it's like a you know the the mystery box reach into the box and see what you can pull out. I had no idea glass was going to be involved in the match. Didn't plan what? on it. My two rules in wrestling, no glass, no fire. So the, I, I, I just, they're the two unpredictable. Don't want to mess with that. We're fighting on the outside of the ring. We end up back in the ring and I see a sheet of glass out of the corner of my eye. And I, what the hell? What I'm thinking, no, 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 no. Get away from that as far as I can. And the time I took me to turn around, I was already up and I was thrown into the glass and I, Oh, so it, it more scared me more than anything, but it was like, oh, okay, that didn't hurt that bad. And then, uh, you know, a few hours later, later, the adrenaline rushed off, and, and it didn't end up, you know, stinging quite a bit. The ride home wasn't fun. Hugo Savinovich cleaned me up in the hotel lobby so I could, you know, uh, get my bandages off the shower properly. It was quite an experience. But uh, it, it was one of those things where, like, at least the justification for it at least there was 15,000 people there. At least I was being paid very handsomely to do it. Um, you know, I see so much of this just because, you know, everybody wants to do it just because, uh, oh, I saw this guy do this. So let's do this because, and uh, if you're going to do it, at least it was triple mania. It was a huge show. It was, you know, it was a very, I, I'm not going to look for it to happen again. I'm not going to, you know, Hey, that's my new thing. I'm deathmatch guys. Get the hell out of here with that. But, uh, I I just it happened. It I there's a couple scars on my back that'll be there for the rest of my life. But uh, the show goes on. I had to wrestle Sunday afternoon in Anaheim, California. I had you know antiseptic through my back. I had to wrestle with a t-shirt on. And then I wrestled once again on Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Friday night. So uh, you know, it's it is what it is, man. It's, 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 let's put it this way. Terry Funk would be proud. You share you shared that photo of your bed from the hotel room, just covered in blood. And I can only imagine the poor, like, house service person coming in and just wondering what happened here. What did you have to tell him? Oh, there's a lot of blood because I was falling through glass last night. No, no, no. I told the, I told the reception, I'm sorry, I, I had an accident. I was in it's just in a car accident, and I was bleeding through the sheets. So, uh, I mean, God. to be fair, I mean, these things happen, man. These hotels, they're used to that. I'm sure they're 
I I'd be willing to bet I wasn't the only set of sheets that had blood on it that night. So uh, just saying, leave, I'll leave it at that. Excellent into this interview, Sam. I'm so happy for you. I hear the joy in your voice. I can tell you're having a great time right now. That's why I wanted to talk to you because it is really a moment in time for you. A year from now, things can be very different for you and AAA. And I'm really glad we got to have this talk right now. Um, where do you want to uh, send people? I'm sorry. Good. Yeah. I appreciate the invitation. Uh, I, uh, it's always nice to talk to you. I miss seeing you in Chicago, but it, it feels weird because I haven't even been to Chicago in about a year, which is just nuts, you know? So yeah, that's no, how much well, things change. Just come over here. Come, come hang out. I'll make you a nice, I'll make you a nice tuna steak or something at my house. It'll be great. <laughs> that would be nice. Tomorrow I am back in Mexico city again. Then I'm home for a couple of days before about 10 days in Mexico city. So things are pretty crazy right now, but it's all leading up to August 12th. Triple Mania 31 will be in live on Fight TV. Um, Sam Adonis against Psycho Clown against L.A. Park against Roosh in a, an elimination four-way match. The loser will the, the last man in the ring will be shaved of his head or have his mask removed. So this is a big one. This match is you know it's I can't even explain how big it is in Mexico. These are you know three in my opinion the three top stars in mexico and you know in many opinions this is the four top stars in mexico right now which is just kind of surreal so uh, um i'm excited it's going to be fun not only that i mean the show is just stacked with the best luchadors on the planet um, if you know you know if you don't it's about time to find out because year after year is banging out talent you know and they're everywhere so august 12th check us out find me on instagram or Twitter or Facebook at Real Sam Adonis. Um, that was just pretty cool, exciting pictures, and I, I definitely have some good, uh, some good Mexican food. I'm always sharing with people too, so uh, I appreciate everyone's support. And uh, it, it's it's only getting good from here. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.